0: Hey, it's Dr. Brian McKay, Core Health and Darian. First of all, happy July 4th. Um, It's pretty early in the morning. I wanted to discuss tennis elbow since a lot of people could be playing tennis today. Might as well get the jump on it. All right, tennis elbow, lateral epicondylitis. It's a great scrabble uh, word if you ever need one. Uh, By the way, medial epicondylitis uh, is the uh, term for golfer's elbow. So basically, if you have elbow pain, everybody's going to call it a tennis elbow. You'd be surprised to learn it's not just tennis players; carpenters get it. People do repetitive motions with their uh, using their arms will we'll develop it. So basically, it's a repetitive sprain strain on the elbow. And the elbow is a hinge type of ginglimus type of a joint, um, very much like the knee. Um, very powerful joint, and you, know, you have to think too: is when you're whacking that ball those forces get put through into, into your elbow. Now, the first thing is elbow braces for tennis elbow. They work pretty well because they take the, uh, the tension out past the elbow joint. You know, you think about it, you can put your hand you know, right around and You really can't put your hand around your shoulder joints. So it's, it's just not as big. And um, you know, it's, I guess it's not meant to take, take the brunt of what you're doing when, you, um, when you're whacking that ball. So you got here's what this consists of. You know the elbow joint. The humerus is the bone that's your upper arm. Then you have the radius and the ulna. Um, radius is a real cool bone because it allows you to turn your hand in and out. Very very cool bone. Um, the ulna, which is kind of there, but uh, together it makes for a lot of motion. It's kind of similar if you think about how in your lower part of your leg you have um, you have the, you have the tibia and the fibula and of the femur on the top. And so it's similar in terms of relationship because the doesn't really do much. It's kind of there. Ulna doesn't do much, but it's kind of there. Radius does much of the work as does the tibia. So what will happen is the um, the ligaments can get wound up a little bit too tight. Um, they call them, well, The elbow is supported and strengthened on each side by what we call these strong collateral ligaments. Um, they're very, very thick, very, very thick, and they anchor a, a ligament. Like example, the ulnar collateral ligament um, it starts in the medial epicondyle of the humerus, then shoots over into the radius. Um, and what happens is that the, the ligaments attach bone to bone, and sometimes they fray at the insertion point to the bone. So a really bad tennis elbow uh, can have a fracture. It's called an avulsion fracture. Not very common, but you can if you bang it up enough. And typically, what you know, the, the real gung ho tennis player is going to do is, they're going to pop the Advil and ice, and you know, take it easy a day between matches, or like a day like Fourth of July, if there's a bunch of matches, they're going to play it all and just suffer for the rest of the week. Um, but these ligaments do, they do become um, very, very, you know, can get irritated in a big way. But let's go over some of the anatomy between the uh, radius and the ulna. The thing called the interosseous membrane, and it's a ligament that connects the two bones. So it kind of anchors the radius and the ulna together, which is uh, pretty important. Um, there's another ligament called the oblique cord, and this runs between the radius and the ulna, again anchoring it, but allowing for certain motion. Okay. All right. Here's another big one we got to be uh, aware of: is the annular ligament. This encircles the head of the radius and meets the radial collateral ligament in the outer side of the elbow. Uh, allows for flexion. So the ligaments in the elbow allow for these these really dynamic moves that we see with our hands. I mean, your hands. If you put your palm up, you turn it sideways. You turn it uh, clockwise, upside down. Pull your wrist. All this is a lot of this stuff is originating at the elbow. You know, so it's 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 very important that all these things work properly. Um, you know so basically the ligaments of the elbow you know strengthen the joint and hold the bones in place and allow for movement that we're not typically gonna see all right so let's try to figure out why is the elbow so what's well, a wonderful joint let's talk about that well the elbow really performs two two movements and really really important movements um, bending and strengthening, you know, as you strengthen the arm. So your structure is really, really stable and that, you know, what I mentioned before about that medial collateral ligament, that really helps stabilize the uh, the, the joint, okay. It, it, it just keeps that joint locked into place when you when you do the extension. So it's really, really important because the two things, you have flexions when you bend and to achieve a contraction of powerful muscles in the front of the upper arm and the biceps and the brachialis, and extension is the contraction of the triceps muscle in the back of the arm. So all these things take place in the upper arm, translate through to this mechanical wonder of the elbow. So when you have tennis elbow and you repeatedly uh, sprain, strain that joint, uh, not only you get ligamentous damage, uh, as we mentioned earlier, this thing possibly called a avulsion fracture where the ligament is attached into the bone, actually comes out of the bone. But you also can uh, cause scar tissue. And the scar tissue, the, the muscles of the elbow aren't really that, um, there's not a lot of muscles, uh, you know, if you think about it. So what happens is these muscles, the covering, we call it fascia. And the fascial covering is very nerve-rich. And the nerve-rich fascia, it gets irritated. I want you to just imagine a, uh, you take a pound of hamburger meat, put into a Ziploc bag. Then You take a pound of hamburger meat and you put it into a bubble wrap. Well, the bubble wrap is what the tissue, the fascia becomes like when you have repetitive sprain strains. So on the surface of the fascia, which is a very thin membrane, you, you get adhesions. And adhesions are like, are basically a form of scar tissue. So the adhesions will buttress up the fascia to take tension off of it. But in the end, it restricts the motion. So every time you play, you play aggressively, or you do again. As a carpenter, do excessive motions with the forearm. You're going to aggravate, it, and that's where the pain comes in. So, typically, the best way we've found to uh, to really work around that is to work with um, some soft tissue techniques. Um, cupping, cupping is a very good technique. It draws the tissue, the fluid out of the tissue uh, in a very, very effective way. And that cupping is something that got started in a, in a ancient um, you know, Chinese medicine. You know, it's it's been around forever and very effective. You see athletes using it today. Why? Because it works. So the cupping is one of the methods we use for everyone coming in here with with tennis elbow or golfer's elbow, medial epicondylitis. So the uh, the cupping will pull, draw the tissue out as opposed to a massage, which will try to release the tissue, pushing it inward. Um, So it's a reverse motion and that helps get the the uh, like a lot of times even these small muscles of the forearm you're going to have um, <clears throat> you're going you're going to have issues where the lactic acid pools and the muscles become dysfunctional so you want that tissue to 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 release it and that 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 pressure from outside on the the cups create on the surface of the skin will draw the tissue out and make make it a a better environment to heal the uh, the soft tissue component of the tennis elbow now, another thing we use is grostin. Grastin, I would say, is going to address more of the adhesions that form in the fascia plane I just discussed a uh, moments ago. The fascia is the covering on the muscle. Remember that Ziploc bag or the bubble wrap bag? Well, think of the bubble wrap as uh, scar tissue. And what grostin does, or does grostin again, is something got Shui Gong or something like that was called in ancient Chinese uh, medicine. But what it does is... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an external technique that debrides the, uh, the fascia. And so it breaks up those adhesions. And it's, it's a little uncomfortable to the point where it could be actually be painful, but very effective at removing those things. And then we'll uh, mobilize the joint to make sure it's working properly. In addition to that, we're going to throw some laser into it to let the tissue heal faster. So light, light energy, just like photosynthesis, will heal. So we're pretty keen to use... Um, laser as well to, to heal it. And there are some certain exercises and bracing, bracing. again, is very effective, but you're only you know putting off the inevitable if you're really going to be aggressive with the arm. So let's just do a quick review. One, tennis elbow, highly treatable. Advil's not going to do... Advil's going to get you comfortable afterwards. It's not going to fix your tennis elbow, especially if you're a high level, type A personality. You know, got to play and you play hard. You know, it's just not going to do that. So what we do here is cupping to get the lactic acid out of there. We do grostin, or another term they apply for Graston these days is IASTM, IASTM, instrument-assisted soft tissue manipulation to remove the adhesions. Debride deals adhesions that form in the fascial plane. Next thing we're going to do is we're going to do some laser. Very, very important. Laser, again, like photosynthesis, helps to have the tissue regrow a lot faster, it fires up these tiny cells, orga- I'm sorry, these tiny organelles which are inside a cell that produce energy. So mitochondria, I think that is the powerhouse of a cell, mitochondria produce ATP, adenosine triphosphate, to fuel the cell and you get more production of that when you have wow, more light and laser light, just like photosynthesis, induces that, that type of, uh, of cellular growth. And again, joint mobilization, put that joint where it needs to be. Give you some home exercises, braces to you know to apply, and basically get on with your life. But uh, tennis elbow can be treated. You know, we also treat plantar fasciitis. It's a whole other topic, but very similar in our approach to taking care of your soft tissue injuries. Now, people say, as a chiropractor, why would you treat soft tissue? Well, because we do. And a lot of people don't really aren't, aren't trained in how to really relieve um, tennis elbow or plantar fasciitis. And we do have a PT on staff. He works with us too, you know. So it's it's a joint approach to get people's uh, elbows working properly and get back on the uh, get back on track as far as it relates to tennis and doing the things you love. Listen, I'm Doctor Brian McKay. I Wish you a happy July Fourth. Uh, I've got a few patients coming in this morning who are in rough shape, and I'm begging it. All right, listen. Have a great day and uh, happy Fourth of July. Happy birthday, America. All right, take care.